Welcome back, y'all, to episode 42 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days covering all things, nothing is off the table. Today, you know, I'll be getting into a couple topics, just, just in a way I'll just be kind of talking here, nothing too crazy. So let's get into it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. When I hear this sometimes, I don't know how to process it. It's like, what essentially does that even mean? You know, does that mean how I shave is how I do everything? You know, is it, is it, is that essentially something that just gets absorbed in my personality? Um, Sometimes it seems like there's a lot of layers to how we do things and sometimes we don't really know another way of doing it um it's like a lot of our habits and patterns really are learned when we're it seems like children you know and once you kind of learn something you go on autopilot and you don't really try to get out of your comfort zone um and I think about that a lot because to me what I really realize is within our current society where we live in time, we actually have the ability to choose our comfort level level, and choose our difficulty level of what we want. And that's in workouts or, or whatever, whatever we need to do, you know, we're no longer forced to, um, you know, we're no longer hunter gatherers. It's like really what's happening in this stage of people is it's almost like there's a transition point happening and that transition point is allowing people, I don't know why I pick up a southern twang every now and then, to um, kind of have a better better idea of what they need to do. I think, you know, I had this thought the other day when I was like doing these crazy workouts with burpees and it was just miserable and I'm like, why why am I doing this, I could probably get the same workout without the intensity. And then I started thinking, you know, uh, in my current job, I, I call an email and, you know, work a very laptop focused job. So I started thinking about it and it's like, I'm pushing myself to this intensity. So I know what it feels like on a daily level. So I'm not super inundated with my cushy life. So I'm not sitting around waiting, you know, to just be as comfortable as possible. What it allows me to do is be uncomfortable. And and if you can establish an uncomfortable pattern, then it helps you accomplish more things. And what I what do I say when I mean that? Um, an uncomfortable pattern is to, if you, first thing in the morning you take a shower, um, you know, one thing I do to be really uncomfortable is I will ha- flip it to cold water and really, you know, take a shower in ice cold water because what it allows me to start doing is getting used to it. But it also, you know, there's also multiple benefits for having a cold shower. I mean, a d- depression, anxiety, um, skin, pores, losing weight. I mean, there's multiple research done on it. And, and because it's so uncomfortable and it's the first thing you do, it really gets you focused on the day. Another uncomfortable thing I do is to focus on consistency. 
So what I'm really learning is if you build a habit or a goal daily and you hit it, it allows you to build more habits and goals. This is something I've talked about before. Example, um, in my work, you know, I look, you know, I, I try to, um, you know, email and generate, you know, I generate leads. So maybe I'll email 15 people a day. I will call six people a day and I will research one project a day. And those goals really have allowed me to be successful because I am creating a framework that I can do the same pattern every single day and I can focus more on the pattern than the outcome. Because if you focus more on the pattern, the outcome will be greater and it it allows you to create something sustainable. Another example of this is, you know, I try to do a 10 minute meditation every day. And what this meditation does is allows me to really be focused and clear my mind. I feel like so much in life we wake up and we go, 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 go. And sometimes we just have to take a moment to relax. And the next thing I do is just get sun on the skin. I mean, I cannot tell you, you know, if you are in this office environment, then get outside and sit in the sun for 10 minutes, you know. Do something where you are doing a pattern disrupt in the middle of your day. I mean, I think it's so important we do these so we are changing our mood. We're changing our chemical imbalance. You know, as humans, sometimes we don't realize how much our system is running and it gets used to these patterns and it can be, you know, you know, it can affect your health. So, you know, that's something I really wanted to, that I've been thinking about. And it goes back to that concept is how I do one thing is how I do all things. It's like, what does that mean? So uh, I'm still trying to determine what it means because I don't know if it's true. Like, cause some things you do differently, you know, how can you be the, con- does, is consistently showing up through, through everything you do. Um, <clears throat> I think about YS Emil, um, the painter, and now he did 3000 paintings and, and how consistent the paintings are and how he was able to create something that is super sustainable in order to make him money. Like he didn't just do six paintings in college, he did 3,000. And you something that's really unique about why Samil within his paintings is he'll put a number. So if he did 195 of the paintings, he'll start off with one. So it'll be 195 dash and then under it one, two, three, so on and so forth. And, you know, he, as a painter, it's really interesting how consistent he was able to be because... It goes to show like just how important that is. If you are mastering anything, if you can if you can be consistent within your daily patterns, it it leads to a lot of success. But I think people don't want to be consistent because they don't know how to hold themselves accountable. And I think people sometimes just want to be comfortable, you know, and it's and that's the issue is because for for however long humans were not comfortable. We'd wake up We'd have to come together in tribes. We'd have to look for food. We'd have to maintain the fire. We'd have to maintain the weather, you know, maintain, you know, the, the, the difference in weather, you know, sickness and health. You know, you look at how long people were living, you know, it's just you have all these multiple variables that would impact where you are. And today, you know, we don't have those same type of variables. You know, we have a different kind of wilderness we battle and it's really within ourselves and how we can rise to the occasion or how often we use, you know, substances or small things to get us through. Um, 
you know, Tony Robbins like tells this story when he wanted to be a self-help coach and he was trying to get this guy to stop smoking. So it was like one of his first clients. So what he did is, you know, he sat in a room with him and made him smoke like a whole carton of cigarettes, which is pretty crazy. But the point was, is that, you know, within cigarettes are serving a a momentary um, soothing feeling. You know, in a lot of ways, it's like you're breathing in, you're holding the nicotine in your lungs and it's creating a chemical effect and it's taking you out of the current moment. You know, that's really what cigarettes do on a, on a, on a, on a grand level. And it's like, you know, I smoked cigarettes when I was 25 and I quit because it's just so freaking nasty, but I couldn't like, it's just like to smoke cigarettes seems so foreign now. You know, when you're in other countries, people smoke a lot. And I probably hadn't smoked in five years. And then I was hanging out with the Qatar, Qatari ambassador, and we started smoking. And I was like, well, I guess when in Qatar. But that's a different story. The point is, though, is there's multiple levels to it. And the the next thing I want to talk about is, you know, we went to the Telemun, tele. Medio de la Mundo, which is the middle of the earth here in Ecuador. And the reason why Ecuador has this name is because it's on, you know, it's latitude zero. It's at the, it's at the latitude point in the world. And you can stand between the northern and southern hemisphere. And there's a lot of like um, myths of what is the true center of the earth. Indigenous people think it's this area. They obviously have the Telemundo, which is the tower, but... What's really interesting is they do it by water. So they have this other place, I forgot, but what they do is they can put water in a drain and if the water goes directly down, it tells you that's kind of where the gravity is of the center of the earth. And if it spirals, um, then you know that it's in different hemispheres. And they can tell that based upon the water, which is insane. But we didn't see that. But another thing they do is you stand an egg on a nail and that's supposed to tell you if it's the center of the world or not. And I was able to do it. And it just makes me wonder if that's like a normal thing or if it's like fake. I don't know. But it's like, what is the point of finding the center of the earth? It has to change. Oh, gosh. Like when you think about it. But that's why Ecuador is called Ecuador, the equator. You know, it's really focused on the fact that it is in the middle of the earth, you know. And it's really interesting because if you think about Ecuador, because of that, you know, it's like you look at like a geothermal reading of the planet, the middle part pushes out like a ring. And that's kind of why you have Chimborazo is not the biggest mountain in the world, but it's the closest to the sun because of that. You know, you're at a higher area. And it makes you wonder if like working out, there's a big difference there. But also, then you look at the mountains and like Ecuador is known for the mountains and, and the, the altitude. If you look at Quito, it's one of the highest cities. But overlooking Quito is a mountain called Pinchicha. And I climbed it about two months ago. And man, that thing was a doozy. I mean, the the I went from Mexico. So I was in Mexico at the beach, you know, sea level here and we climbed it within about a three weeks of me being here and I was able to 
can like get it done in four hours, but it was so difficult. I mean, it was such a difficult mountain to climb, and I've been wanting to climb Cotopaxi, but I just don't know if I'm really into it. You know, if I'm really up to it this trip because I kind of have a sore knee and it's twenty thousand feet, and I don't know if I'm making excuses or not. I may just go for it next week and see what happens, but we're gonna be moving soon, you know. So we gotta get on the next leg of our trip, and and we'll go from there. But that's pretty much all I got, y'all, tonight. I mean, Arkansas plays Southern Missouri tomorrow. Bobby Petrino's coming back to Arkansas, which is pretty hilarious. First time in a long time. I can see we'll probably see a lot of neck braces in the stands, which, you know, I'm not surprised. And we'll see where that goes. But that's pretty much all I got for today, y'all. Have a good one.